Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I got a feeling, a great feeling from Jimmy Lakey. Jimmy Lakey in the morning makes me feel alive. Woke me up this morning. Now I'm up and on my way. Oh, 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 yeah. What a great way to start your day. The Lakey way. 600 KCOL. Here we are. Welcome to the program. Monday morning guest. This is the voice of Lakey. No substitute host here. Uh, I'm back behind the microphone. A lot of people had a false alarm that I had already headed to Africa. No, I took a couple of days off to get some business ready that I had to get ready for. Well, one day was just a day of pleasure. Uh, the other was a day of business and travel that came up unexpectedly to some matters I needed to care for before I headed to Africa. So, uh, boom, two days off late last week. Some people said, oh, my God, you already left. No, I did not. I'm still here. Uh, at least Friday. So Friday is when I make my next jaunt to Africa. And uh, I'll be talking about that journey this week, I'm sure. And I would love to um, uh, stay in touch with you while I travel. You can learn more at riverspromise.org. Sign up for the newsletter and boom, there you go. There, boom, goes the, di- the, the dynamite. All right, so lots of things to get to this morning. It is the uh, 18th day of November, year of our Lord, 2019. Glad to have you here on the program. Let's see, I've got... I've got- <laughs> I've got a story here. Uh, everything I read, and you can kind of get the paradigm that I view the news in. When I hear in anybody in Colorado talking about education or this dignitary or this jack wagon down from the state bureaucracy headed to a school and did a tour of a local school, I'm thinking, oh, maybe they're going to address the fact that our schools, say it with me, don't mean to be repetitive. I just need this fact in your head. According to the state's own standard measure of testing, a 65% of grade-level children, 3rd through 8th grade, not grade-level proficient in mathematics, and 3rd through 8th graders, by the state's own standard, 55% not grade-level proficient in English and reading. And, and so with that stat out there, I'm still waiting for someone, and, and that stat just came out a couple of months ago, I'm still waiting for someone in Denver to actually care. I'm actually actually waiting for maybe Governor Polis to say, hey, we may have a problem here. Maybe we should rethink how we're doing school and education and our prioritization rather than just coming back and ignoring those facts and say, hey, we would like more money. No, uh, tell us how you're going to fix the program. Anyway, I've got a couple of stories over the weekend that every time I read them, I can only see it through the lens, and I'm really hoping this lens will become contagious. I think it's a very healthy lens for all of us to recognize when they come to you for ballot initiatives and ask for more money in the school districts, whether it's Pooter or St. Vrain or Thompson or whoever, ask you Boulder, Jeffco, they ask you for more money. You should say, wait, we've been giving you money, and you have not addressed the fact that 65% not grade level in mathematics, 55% not grade level in English and language arts. So now why should I give you any more money there? They ignored it. The governor has not even addressed that stat. So I've got a couple of stories I want to get to throughout the course of the morning. And they're simply that they're simply me reading a story. Everyone else reads the story and says, oh, shucks. 
I read the story and go back to that paradigm and say, is everyone going to ignore this gorilla, this elephant in the room of our schools suck in this great state of Colorado? Again, I hate to always have to throw this disclaimer out. Not all schools in Colorado suck. There's a lot of great ones, but uh, overall, our testing scores in every district are not great, and the school districts as a whole have not addressed those. There are some individual schools, charter schools that have addressed these issues, and but uh, overall, the state says this is how we're going to measure our success. Oh, we're not succeeding. Never mind. Let's ignore it. If you're not going to, if you're not going to adhere to the measure of success, maybe you should change the program and find a new measure. So uh, rather than just ignoring it. So we, we can talk about that. I've got a couple of stories. One of them has to do with uh, first gentleman Marlon. Marlon is a first gentleman and he has a big Halloween party. And I guess the Halloween season is over. Remember Marlon's Halloween party. I still did not get my invite. Evidently it's a big deal. According to the governor, it happens in Weld County of their property there. As long as the fracking people didn't take over, destroy the property. As long as oil and gas didn't shut down the Halloween party, Marlon had a Halloween party. It's a big deal. According to the governor's own videos he's put out in the past, and I did receive my invite. Well, evidently Halloween is over, and first gentleman Marlin is able to go out and do the duties of a first gentleman. So anyway, we'll talk about that in the course of the program. I, I was off on Thursday and Friday off the air. Uh, Karen Cataline filled in for me on Friday, and Sherry Pye filled in for me on Thursday, and I was here on Wednesday. Uh, but I was not here after the story broke that the NFL was reaching out to Colin Kaepernick and saying, hey, we're going to do a special event for you. We're going to gather all as many teams, invite them all into Atlanta. You come into the training facility. Show them what you got, Colin. Show them it ain't just show, show them it's not just hair and tattoos. Show them you still got some skill under there with your bad attitude. Uh, show them that you're still a man that needs to be in the National Football League. Well, uh, okay, so Kaepernick gets his own custom thing. Now, behind the scenes story, <clears throat> uh, this was Jay-Z, the uh, rapper guy that kind of partnered with the NFL to start doing the musical tour. He said, listen, you would help yourself in the community if you extended a little extra love to Kaepernick. So we got to give him the short bus of pathway back into the NFL. He's not qualified, capable, intellectually. He's a spoiled brat. You got to give him a little extra love to get him back in the NFL. So uh, I think 23 teams were supposedly going to send liaisons to watch Colin Kaepernick do a song and dance. And at the last minute, Colin Kaepernick said, no, I'm not going to do it there. Like with an hour's notice, we're going to change formats because I want a documentary crew there. I want all these media people there and uh, I want to make it a circus and you're not willing to let me have my crew come in. So no, I'm he went to a local high school and i think three schools or three three teams actually moved over to the high school and see i will watch this sack of nonsense uh the guy showed up again it's all showboating he doesn't want to play in the nfl why would you want to play in the nfl when nike's paying you millions of dollars uh you get attention by all these groups out there that think that you're sacrosanct and you don't have to take the wear and tear in your body. Colin Kaepernick's not hurting. He can play the victim card. And he would be more successful playing the victim by not being on a team, by being a second or third stringer or a practice squad member on an NFL team. So Jay-Z is now re ripping out at Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick screwed the NFL, was a no-show at their own workout that they put together. And he wore a shirt to proving that he just wants to be a victim. Uh, he wore a shirt that said Kunta Kente. 
uh, I guess, comparing himself with a slave and the NFL or some team owner going to be a slave owner. So uh, Kaepernick not going to be back in the NFL anytime soon after that shenanigans. And hopefully once and for all, his brand dies away. And I'm happy to see this weekend my son bought some things and we refused to buy Nike items. And again, I'm sure Nike doesn't care what the Lakey household has, but uh, uh, my son's sporting the Adidas. And I'm glad for that. And there's, I don't, I don't think we have any active Nike. I, I may have a pair of Nike shoes that if I need to work out uh, in the gardening or the beds or something, you know, the uh, lawn, I might put those on. Or if I know I'm going to, you know, I guess take the dog on a hike through mud, I might wear the Nike. I got an extra pair somewhere in the garage. But nevertheless, Colin Kaepernick, I, I never got the definitive word if the Broncos we're actually going to send someone. And uh, John Elway, I think, had said yes. Then, but a lot of teams did not. Win. When Kaepernick pulled the crap and said three hours before that they are going to change locations to a high school because he wanted his documentary crew to kind of run the thing and orchestrate it, the NFL says, this is not about your documentary crew. Uh, this is about an authentic audition for the NFL team. So it all fell apart. Kaepernick still wants to be a victim. And we can talk more about that. And I, was, I, I got a couple of stories. I do know that Jerry Jones, owner of my beloved Dallas Cowboys, he did say, no, we're not sending anybody. We're busy that day. We're rearranging our sock drawer here at the... Uh, Valley Ranch, I think, is where they play in Dallas. I've, I've, wherever they practice, we're rearranging the sock drawer. We have to do, you know, sanitation of all the jock straps here, so we we can't make it out to see Colin Kaepernick. But I'm not sure if the Denver Broncos made it. They they might have. You never ever ever know. All right, got the Kaepernick story here. Oh, here's another story. This is about our governor, Jared Polis, and I've told you my bias. Over the weekend, Jared Polis signed a letter, and he sent a letter out to Altitude Sports TV, and he scolded them and said, how dare you not cover the Denver Nuggets and have the Colorado Avalanche. There's this big dispute in cable uh, broadcasting in Colorado, so you can't watch your hometown NBA or NHL teams because they haven't struck the TV deal. Well, Jared Polis got his uh, drawers in a bunch over this, and he decided to send a letter and he sent a letter saying, please work out a deal immediately. We really need you to work out a TV deal for the hometown avalanche in Denver Nuggets. Now, let me pause here. I've already said every time that I read something from Jared Polis or First Gentleman uh, Marlin or any other jack wagon down to the Capitol, when they get involved in these very strange issues, I have a paradigm. And I have a paradigm that says... Jared Polis is writing letters to Altitude Sports TV asking them to please try their best to work out a deal with the NHL and the uh, Colorado Avalanche and the Denver Nuggets NBA basketball team. Please try your best. Did you know to date, again, let me go back to my original paradigm that I set up on this program. Jared Polis to this moment has not yet made one nary a comment about the lack of grade level proficiency of students third through eighth grade in the Colorado public schools. Jared Polis has sounded off more. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the topic of the NHL and the NBA on television in Colorado, that he has sounded off or given leadership on the fact that our third through eighth graders 
prove by state standardized testing that they're not grade level proficient at reading, writing, and arithmetic. Anybody think that's quite peculiar? Again, I read the story about the letter to Jared Polis and, you know, the, 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 the bureaucrats getting involved in the private sector. I'm just thinking, wait, Jared Polis is capable of writing letters and trying to show leadership? Why is it that our kids have not had any comment on their behalf about how we have to fix our public schools in Colorado? Someone explain that one to me, would you? I'll be back in a moment. Happy Monday, everybody. Lakey's behind the microphone. Yeah, I'm still here. I promise you, I'm still here. People took a couple of days off and everybody freaks out. Stick around. More to come. News Talk 600 KCOL. News Talk 600 KCOL. All right, welcome into the program. Lakey behind the microphone. I've I've, I've, I've set the table for several stories we'll dive into a little bit this morning. Let me also go through my cast of characters, the guest list that will be on the show. Uh, Dr. Tom Hecker is going to be on the program a a little bit later this hour. It's our Medical Monday moment. We began a series about health insurance, open enrollment. What are some of the options if you, you know, you don't want to play on the... They still have the health care exchanges, uh, the former Obamacare. <coughs> what if you don't like the options there? What if, did you know you can even opt out of not having your employer uh, coverage and you might be able to save some money there and have better coverage? We'll talk about some of those options uh, with Dr. Tom Hecker coming up. Fascinating conversation because a lot of folks we've been groomed our entire life that says, oh, I get a job. It's not that great a pay, but they give me great benefits. And that usually means a health insurance program. And many times, if any of you have ever been sick or uh, hospitalized, you realize, wait, I, I, I paid how much? I thought I thought I kind of had a copay. Well, a lot of those days are over with, and you're getting stuck in plans that, again, we're groomed to say it's the compensation, including the health care package. But a lot of times, if you went free market and you did a little bit of research on your own, you could find some options that are as good, maybe better, probably less expensive, and definitely uh, some better care in many situations than your current plan. So we'll talk about some of those options with Dr. Hecker. And if you're interested, you can pursue some of those and he'll give you some ways to do that and how to how to do that. So Dr. Hecker coming up for a Medical Monday moment. Uh, Ash Kazaron coming up on the program. I'll explain that later. Eight o'clock hour. Anybody watch 60 Minutes last night? 60 Minutes on CBS did a big story on red flag laws across America, and they focused on Colorado. And they interviewed several Colorado sheriffs, including Tony Spurlock from Arapahoe County and our very own Sheriff Steve Reams from Northern Colorado. Sheriff Steve Reams and other sheriffs have said they will not enforce the red flag laws. Spurlock was indignant and couldn't figure out why they wouldn't. Well, uh, we're going to talk with Sheriff Steve Reams. He appeared on 60 Minutes last night. Sheriff Steve Reams is going to come up, talk about the red flag laws, ERPO extreme risk protection orders that are coming January the 1st to Colorado. And we'll just get his take. He, He had some very powerful things to say on social media last night regarding the response and reaction of Tony Spurlock, who's another Colorado sheriff. And uh, it's interesting, very interesting story. And Spurlock's hiding behind the life of a deputy that passed away uh, several years ago in the line of duty. And Spurlock says he's doing it for Miss Officer Parrish. And a lot of sheriffs, a lot of people are saying Officer Parrish would never 
support this kind of law called ERPO. So I uh, will talk with Sheriff Steve Reams. You don't want to miss that conversation. Also to round out that 8 o'clock hour is Leslie Hollywood rally for a ride. She watched the 60-minute piece in its entirety, took copious and extensive notes, and can tell you everything that was factually incorrect and in the 60-minute piece. So Leslie Hollywood with me a little bit later on in the program as well. And what else do I have? Oh, Megan Barth, Reagan Babe. It's a cast of characters, and I always welcome you onto the program. It's 866-888-5449, 866-888-5449. Anybody live in Johnstown? I have a local story here. Uh, Johnstown has brown water. There are many residents in Johnstown that have been complaining recently about having brown water and people have been calling up the safe the, the city and say, is it safe to drink? Can I have this? Now, I'm not sure if this is a residential or businesses, maybe over the Shields department store, wherever, wherever it is. There, there's been a problem with brown waters. And here's what CBS4 says about your brown waters coming out of the faucets and the tub and the shower in your home. Many homes in Johnstown have discolored running water out of their faucets. Town officials say it may take days to clear up, but never fret. They say the town says the problem uh, began on Friday, was due to a change from the wall, raw water source they used to treat and provide the water. They say tests show the brown water is safe to drink. Crews were flushing hydrants over the weekend to try to wash the brown color out, but the color may take a couple of days to return. So if you're panicked in Johnstown and you think your water is brown, it is, and it's okay to drink it according to the town of Johnstown. Would you drink brown water if you, they say it's safe? It's kind of like old uh, former Governor John Hickelooper decided to drink the yellow fracking water. I'm like, you know, just because they say it's safe doesn't mean you have to give it a shot. I, I think you could skip it. I think you could buy bottled water for a few days in Johnstown. But if you're in a panic, Johnstown's discolored water is safe to drink. And I just thought I'd let you know it's a community service. I also have another local story I'll get to in the next segment of the show about Windsor. Big name of a street has changed in Windsor, and it's I think it's kind of interesting. It's, I don't know if it's got to be one of the longest streets in the world now, and I'll, I'll give the details on that in just a moment. It's live. I'm local. I'm Lakey. It's News Talk 600 KCOL, and I'm pleased to have you here on this radio show. I really am happy to have you. I mean, I'm so happy right now. I don't even know how to, how to express myself. So happy, so happy, so happy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to jump in, 866-888-5449. Other news stories coming up. Impeachment madness this week. We'll talk more about that. And again, if you want to jump in, 866-888-5449. Larimer Humane Society has been doing great work for 50 years. They've been a leader in animal welfare in northern Colorado for 50 years. The organization began their work in 1969. Larimer Humane Society adopted out more than 3,400 animals to loving families in the past year alone. Why don't you wish them happy birthday? Why don't you check out the work they do? Their website, LarimerHumane.org, LarimerHumane.org. I'll say it again because you should check out the site. They do good work. Happy 50 years, LarimerHumane.org. All right, let's take the bottom of the hour break. Come back here. Windsor, Colorado, a street name might have caught your attention recently maybe not but i think it's kind of a cool deal county road 13 is no longer considered county road 13 yeah that's big time isn't it stand by news talk 600 kcol news is brought to you by 600 kcol
All right. Nice to have you. Jimmy is my name. Glad to have you here on the radio show. Uh, yeah, false alarm. I, no, I did not leave for Africa. I don't know if it, I, I didn't say I was going to Africa. I just took a couple of days off. But a lot of people messaged me, Jimmy, I didn't I didn't know you're going. Uh, no, I, I leave Friday. I will not be here Friday. I'm here four days this week. And then I'm, I'm heading out after the show on Thursday. So ladies and gentlemen, settle your hearts down. A man is allowed to take a couple of days off. Thanks to Sherry Pipe and Karen Cataline uh, for filling in for me. I do appreciate their uh, work to do that and then i'll be i'll take some time off during thanksgiving week which is next week believe it or not uh to do my work in africa and if you want to follow along you can do that i'll be on the facebook page rivers promises the charity uh you can also go to riverspromise.org and be a part of that trip either on emails or if you want to make a contribution get them in i'll be hand delivering all the funds that uh, we raise this week and last week and some of you've been sending some things over and said listen i'll hand deliver all this put it to good work as we work in january to launch our very first kindergarten uh which will over seven years grow into a school k through 12 campus there in rwanda so anyway if you're interested go to riverspromise.org or just listen to the program i'll talk about it this week so thank you and yes i don't panic i was i did not disappear early I just took a couple of days off, and a lot of people thought that was a false alarm. I even had friends going, uh, sending me text messages, you'll probably get this when you land in Africa, have a safe trip. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, you weren't on the radio show. Oh, well, that just because I'm not on the radio show doesn't mean I'm in Africa. <clears throat> anyway, welcome to the program. The latest on the impeachment inquiry. Are you ready for this? It's News Talk 600, KCOL, by the way. My number is 866 is the Democrats, they, it was quid pro quo. It's always something. They have to change the narrative. They have to try to get some momentum going here. And the momentum is not going either way. So these are a whole bunch of studied publicity stunts, etc. And so it's quid pro quo, quid pro quo, quid pro quo. He did a quid pro quo on that phone call. And America balked at that and didn't like that. Well, last week, if you noticed in their testimony, it was all about it was bribery. The, the, the president has experienced bribery, yeah, bribery, bribery. And America still was not biting on that. Ratings on these impeachment shenanigans, the circus have been very low. People aren't watching it. And you just have to say. OK, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, maybe, just maybe, um, it's not working out. So this week they've changed their, their, their starting off Monday morning with the talking points that the Democrats are calling for President Trump, not the whistleblower. The Republicans say, hey, we want the whistleblower that started this whole shenanigan. We want him or her to testify. And the House Dems say, no, we'll invite President Trump here. Well, the easy response is, you haven't run a fair hearing yet, and that's not really how the Constitution works here. So no, we're not going to testify. Impeach me, sacks of nonsense. But that's the new shenanigan, because the Republicans, I think, were getting maybe some traction saying, this isn't even fair. You're not even letting Republicans ask questions. And so Democrats, they couldn't get traction with quid pro quo. Bribery evidently didn't work last week, and so now their new 
stunt is uh, come testify before the House of Representatives, President Trump. Come give us your testimony. And, of course, the president is a separate but co-equal branch of government. And the only way that the president has to be accountable is if they decide to impeach him. So he does not have to sit there in front of these buffoons like Adam Schiff. But nevertheless, that's their new publicity stunt so that they can portray themselves to be fair because it's quite obvious that... It's quite obvious it's not a fair process, and I I think Americans see through that. I think the average person that's paying attention, if they are paying attention a little bit, can see through that. And so the Democrats, in a desperate effort to appear more fair, have asked President Trump to come before the committee, which is not necessarily how the impeachment inquiry has ever worked in the past, and it's not going to work that way here. But that's the latest. So prepare your hearts. It's going to be a week of the MSNBC, CNN types going, the president must have something to hide. He won't swear himself in as a witness and testify. Uh, Adam Schiff won't either. Isn't that interesting? Adam Schiff will not allow the Republicans who have asked for him to become a witness. He won't testify either. But the MSNBC, CNN crowd, they don't seem to mention that at all. So uh, we'll follow that. That's That's your talking point of the week. That's what's going to be in in very big conversation in the national news on the national shows this week is that's the new stunt. Again, you go from quid pro quo to bribery. That's not working. So this week it will be Trump won't testify. Trump won't testify. That's the new line of of conversation there. I have not. And again, I'm just going through the news of the weekend. I watch the news, read the news so you don't have to over the weekend. Colin Kaepernick was in the news. And of course he made himself a victim. Uh, he, st- he, st- he turned away from a NFL-organized event, and as he made himself available at the NFL event, well, he made himself available, then at the last minute he switched venues, went to a local high school. I, I asked this question of some friends, and here's the response they gave me. The, the, I said, what would you do if your team, the Denver Broncos or whatever your team, fill in the blank, hired Colin Kaepernick, which I don't think any team's going to hire him after the shenanigans of the weekend. And one of my friends retorted and said, Jimmy, why do people like you, meaning talk show guys, guys in the media, why do you even talk about it? I said, well, what do you mean? It's a news story. He said, if, if everyone stopped talking about Colin Kaepernick, it wouldn't exist. And I, I thought about that, and I'm wondering what happens if this little stunt by Colin Kaepernick over the weekend, if none of us talked about it, if it was just shut up and we never discussed it again, was it successful or was it not successful? I, I, that's very fascinating that if you ignore it, it will go away. And I'm not sure that's the case. I'm not sure that has really worked in the case of people who just try to find a way to make themselves victims. But um, it, it's an interesting conversation. We can dive into that one as well. Anybody, I haven't watched this over the weekend. Kanye West, Brother Kanye, was at Joel Osteen's church over the weekend. And I haven't watched it. The entire service is up. His portion of the service is up. It's quite fascinating, some of the excerpts. And I'm, I'm getting more and more of my friends in the world of Christendom to comment. And they're saying, you know what? This is legit, man. And I, I've always thought that the Colin Kaepernick, excuse me, the Kanye West conversion to Christianity has been fascinating. I've been talking about Brother Kanye for months now. And it's very fascinating to watch this. He, he's even coming coming up. He's an artist. Kanye West is an artist at the very bottom of who he is. That's why he's a little eccentric. And, you know, I've been called eccentric before. I don't know why. People have used that phrase with me. and I, But I don't count myself as eccentric. But some people have said that about me. But Kanye West is eccentric. 
And he's an artist and he's a creative type. And so he put out this album, this gospel album a couple of weeks ago that now is leading the nation in several billboard charts. It's done unbelievably phenomenally well. I've heard part of it. I have not purchased it yet. I plan to. I'm going to listen to it. It's one of my things I'm going to listen to on the way to Africa when I go. That's one of my goals to listen to to the new Kanye West album, which is not so new anymore. It's a couple of weeks old. But it's done phenomenally well. Over the weekend, he appeared at he appeared at Joel Osteen's church, which a lot of people don't like Joel Osteen. And I, I always laugh that people of faith just so so critical of each other. You ever heard the fact that ladies, if you put a, an office full of ladies, they would just get catty with each other and attack each other and gripe about each other behind their back. Ladies can be vicious. I think all of us have understand that, that the, the right group or the wrong group of ladies together can be very vicious. Men are pretty much just like, hold my beer, what are we doing next? But ladies can be vicious. People of faith, people that profess Christianity can be very vicious. I've played excerpts from pastors or sermons on here, and I've had people rather than say, you know what, there's something good there, and I'm not going to judge the guy's heart. I've had people email me and say, how dare you quote him? He's a prosperity gospel guy. Or he, and I'm like, do, do you always have to live yourself, live up tight with a corn cob up an orifice? I mean, is do, can you ever just t- take a breath? And so I've seen people reacting to Kanye that way, some people of faith. And it makes you wonder why anybody want to come into the faith, into the into the kingdom of Christianity with the way that many believers act and judgmental, etc. Anyway, all that being said, Kanye's an artist and he's writing an opera. No, no joke. And I'm an opera fan. I don't know if you know this. I I like opera and I don't talk about it much because Sweet Petal judges me enough already. I'm an opera fan. And Kanye is writing an opera and he's going to get it published and performed, etc. You know what it's called? Nebuchadnezzar. Look that one up, if you could spell it. Most of you can't spell it. But if you could spell Nebuchadnezzar, the Kanye opera. And so the point is, I would go see Kanye's opera long before I'd ever go see a team that has Colin Kaepernick playing football for him. That's the, Those are my two distinctions out there over the weekend. If I looked at the news over the weekend, Nancy Pelosi's a joke, Adam Schiff is a bonehead, and I would rather watch an opera performed or written by Kanye West that I would rather that I would watch Colin Kaepernick play for any football team out there. Just th- Those are my lines in the sand. Thank you, and you're welcome. I've got nothing else to say about that, except that it's legit that I would watch that. Um, Delilah's in there trying to spell, she's trying to spell Nebuchadnezzar. Look it up, Delilah. Did you hate that as a kid? Your parents would always tell you, how do I spell this, mommy? And they would always say, look it up. And then you had to get the Webster Dictionary out, and you had to kind of thumb through it. You're like, I don't know how to spell it. You'd have to dig it around and find it. Now, if you ask Siri or you talk, type in uh, the Google engine, it will give you predictive text, and it kind of figures it out a little bit easy, but... Back in the day, kids, we actually had to go to a book, and that was a hardcover book called the Webster Dictionary, and we had to look up how to spell stuff. So you don't have to do that anymore. But Nebuchadnezzar, the opera by Kanye, yep, I would watch it a hell of a lot quicker than I'd ever go see any team that would ever, ever, ever uh, sign Colin Kaepernick to it. All right, we've got to take a break. We've got Dr. Tom, Tom Hecker and his Medical Monday coming up. That's going to be a fascinating conversation as we talk about health insurance, open enrollment, how to get your family the care they need and the time they need it, and is it always going to just be on the health insurance program that your company gives you or the Obamacare health care exchanges? 
or are there other options? The answer is yes. We'll talk about those coming up in the next segment. But right now, can I talk about Andrew Stone and the attorneys of Stone Law? When you set up an estate plan, you can be in charge of your finances and spare burdens to your loved ones. When you pass away, this is how you make sure your family's protected, make sure your children are protected. How do you make sure they're going to have a college fund if something unexpectedly happens to you? How do you make sure your ex-wife or a stepchild doesn't come in and cause havoc? I mean, how do you, how do you, know, how do you make sure that your wishes are carried out once you've passed away? Well, Andrew Stone will guide you through the process of it in the estate plan. The last will and testament works for some people, but a lot of folks need something a little bit more to protect their family, their children. And here's a big one. You want to leave something behind for charity. You want to leave something behind for your university, your church. You want to leave something behind for me. I, I, I'm available if, if you want to. I've got a charity as well. But listen, if you want to leave something behind to make an impact, your legacy you need an experienced attorney who knows Colorado law and can tailor a plan to your needs. Andrew Stone, the attorney to Stone Law, will guide you through this process and make sure your wishes, that's right, your wishes are carried out and they'll help you avoid probate, provide for minor children, plan ahead for death taxes, situations of medical incapacitation, and I'll say it again, <coughs> plan giving if you want to leave to give something to charity. 970-663-2121. Don't put this off, kids. I know it's holidays and you listen, you, you may not, you if you... You never know when tomorrow, what tomorrow brings. Make sure your family's protected. 970-663-2121. His website is stonelawllc.com, stonelawllc.com. And you be sure now to tell him that Jimmy Lakey is talking about him on the radio, stonelawllc.com. Mention my name. Back here in just a moment, Medical Monday, our moment of medical marvel oh i like that one even better it's coming up with dr tom hecker stick around happy monday colorado i'm jimmy i'll be back here's jimmy lake well i see the call board but for some reason i'm not sure it's connected i just realized that all right, I'll try again here. News Talk 600, KCOL, Jimmy is my name. Uh, let's bring in Dr. Tom Hecker, HeckerSportsMed.com. Sweet Petals may have to help me out with a connection issue. It just is not connected. I've, I've had it up the whole time, realizing uh, that's my bad. So, I, oh, well, I can see it, but I see nothing. Uh, Dr. Tom Hecker, welcome to the show. Good morning, Jimmy. How are you? I am very, very well. Good to have you here. We began a fascinating discussion last week uh, in which we talked about the options of health care. We've all been trained our whole life, get a job, and even if they don't pay you the best, what's the benefit package like? And anymore, we started, we talked about last week, those benefit packages sometimes don't even work out for us. We pay a premium or pay a, you know, deduct it out of our payroll every month. Then we go to the doctor and we end up not getting, we still have to pay out of pocket. And so there's some options out there, Dr. Hecker, that most people, again, it's retraining our brain, but there are some options out there that would maybe make a little bit better sense. So let's kind of pick up where we left off last week. Yeah, those two primary options are what's called health share, uh, health share savings plans, and the other one is called direct primary care. Health share saving plans are technically not insurance. You're really just, in essence, sharing the cost of the, uh, of the medicine. But the point of it is you can do it for Deeper. It's basically you are in control of your health care dollar. You're going to negotiate out the pricing with that dollar, with your doctor, with the hospital, with whoever. And then that, that sharing network will then pay your bills off after you've paid a certain sum. 
And I've been on that plan for almost five years with my family. We've had multiple hospitalizations with our kids, with, with one with a significant appendicitis, and it's worked out beautifully. We've really no, no glitches whatsoever and far better than normal situations would, you'd assume with the regular health care. Um, and then the other one is direct primary care. And direct primary care is something that's really starting to take off. These are basically physicians that you contract with to be your doctor, and these doctors don't take on high numbers of patients. You're going to pay them a monthly fee to be your doctor. And most direct primary cares up here in Fort Collins are around $70 to $90 for a single person to have that doctor be your doctor all the time. And it's quite good. Um, it's a new thing to get used to, but if you want that doctor and that personalized care, for a very inexpensive cost, that's an excellent option. Uh, I'm talking about the, with Dr. Tom Hecker about options out there. Uh, Dr. Hecker, a lot of folks, again, we were raised that if you get a job, you better make sure you have the good benefits package. They've got all the, I remember being a 24-year-old kid, 25-year-old kid going, yeah, I got a job and I got benefits. The fact is most of us don't need the benefits that are provided for us, and anymore those benefits aren't all that great. But we really have to retrain our brains in America about the need for insurance or the need for that benefits package. Uh, but it, it really, we've been indoctrinated since very young about the need for that benefits package. A 24-year-old, I'm bragging, going, yeah, I got benefits. And I'm thinking, I didn't need benefits. Right. Well, and I think what you're saying is exactly right. Um, we have an illusion of what we're getting versus a reality. The benefit package that most people are getting now is, is, is a health insurance plan that comes with a very high premium, a very high deductible, and a very, very narrow network of physicians you get to work with. Your out-of-pocket costs for your premiums still monthly is still very high besides what your employer is taking up. With these alternatives, they're far cheaper. Most young people don't need that higher level of care. They rarely use it. So these other alternatives offer you an opportunity where there's no exclusions of places you can't go see, no exclusions of doctors, but it gives you a very pointed level of care that, that um, only you pay for, right? You don't, you're not paying for your premium and you're not paying for your care. This one is you're paying a small amount for a premium, but mostly just paying for your care in the share program or in the direct primary care program. Uh, the direct primary care phys- uh, program is something that I think Hannity talked about for years, and you actually know the doctor out of Kansas who he called a kind of a that, that the other phrase people use is a concierge doctor, and that's what these direct primary care physicians are. And I, I guess you would say if you're going to do that, you use the direct primary care concierge doctor on one hand, but then for catastrophic or hospitalization, uh, you have the MediShare. It's really a combo of the two that become the replacement to uh, your benefits package. Is that correct? Correct. And if you really compare the cost, say you're a single person, your direct primary care is going to cost you about $70 a month. A, a health share program is going to cost you about $150 a month. And so you're, still, you're just over $200 a month in your premium cost, so to speak, but you have a, a doctor that you can go to as many times as you want. They provide very, very inexpensive lab testing, pennies to do lab testing. They provide very, very inexpensive medications, usually right there in their offices, rather than having to go again an expensive prescription at the office. Um, the health plan, if you do have a catastrophic, 
You have the standard normal coverage that most insurance plans cover, $250,000 per incidence up to a million dollars. That's the standard premium for all of them across the board. So you're really not losing anything other than the high cost of paying for a program that doesn't really reimburse you well. Uh, the voice of Dr. Tom Hecker talking about options out there. Uh, Dr. Hecker, people can just do, I mean, they Google. I did this last week because I was uh, comparing options uh, that were best for me doing this. I was looking at the, Met- the MediShare options. There are several of those companies and direct primary care. In my situation, the way I am, uh, I, I, it wasn't going to save me any money. Matter of fact, it was going to be more expensive to go that route. But there's other people that this, it gets to be a lot. There's a lot of savings. And you have five children. Your whole family is operates this way uh, it, it saves you probably a heck of a lot over what my kind of plan would be right and, and what you have to understand because i'm a business owner right the cost for me is going to be more expensive than within the yourself working in a larger corporation where they're going to be able to capture that size and get better bargains so for us i mean it was it was significant we were looking at about a two twenty thousand dollar per year premium and we were looking at six thousand dollars Per, per person deductibles for us to cover our family. We're at $500 a month now, you know, so that's $6,000 in a year. So you can see for us that was a substantial savings, and we've, we've benefited immensely from it. It's been, uh, it's been a gem of a program. And, again, we've saved a lot of money on health care uh, using this system. And I'll tell you, I, I was so, because I was, I was investigating to see if it was a better option. And I think down the road it may be, but for me it wasn't. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'd love to jump over to it, but it cost me a little bit more. But I, just for anybody else having the same question, yes, that's why they call it open enrollment. If you decide not to open enroll and go with this, uh, these other alternatives, that money that's being deducted stays in your pocket. I'm just saying it doesn't come out of you. I had to ask my HR people. I'm like, are you going to take that? I didn't know. But they said, no, you, you right. get to keep the money. Because, you know, we're just used to having money taken out. You wonder, do I get it all back? And yes, you do. Uh, Dr. Hecker, as we talked last week, and, and I thought it was a fascinating phrase you used. I didn't get to follow up on it. You said insurance is part of the problem. And I was talking about a friend. we got about two minutes left. I was talking to a friend that you and I know, and he was talking about the cost of meds. And the cost of meds at the through his direct primary care physician was a fraction of what the good RX app, and it was literally a, a, a multiple, multiple fraction of what the pharmacies were going to cost. That's the other thing. We oftentimes think our insurance policies are getting us good prescription drugs and prices with a copay, but we're getting ripped off in the world of prescription medicine. We're, we're getting ripped off badly. Um there is a scam going on. There's called uh, pharmacy benefit managers, PBMs. Um, they make deals with insurance companies, and then they go make deals with the pharmaceutical companies, and they make uh, deals with the, the, pharm- the pharmacies themselves. And they're taking all the money in the middle and charging all the other extras. And it's just it's a ridiculous scam. And this is the problem. Insurance isn't really out for the best. But, you know, they can't negotiate, in essence, with a physician. Um, they can't negotiate with a person. The cost of medicine, most people, I think, would be overwhelmingly shocked how inexpensive it is, but how expensive insurance makes it across the board. You name it, surgeries to just office visits to medications, all of them would be much, much more inexpensive without the middleman of insurance being involved. 
Uh, Dr. Tom Hecker, always a fascinating conversation. We will not be together next week because I will have Thanksgiving week and I'll be in Africa and you'll probably be with the family. Uh, but if folks want to reach out to you in this week that we're absent from each other, HeckerSportsMed.com, H-E-C-K-E-R, HeckerSportsMed.com. And Dr. Hecker, I'll catch you on the other side when I get back from uh, traveling the globe, sir. Have a great Thanksgiving week if we don't speak before. You do the same, Jimmy. HeckerSportsMed.com, H-E-C-K-E-R, Dr. Tom Hecker. All right, I'm back here in just a moment. It's News Talk 600 KCOL. Stick around. More to come. Bound by wild desire. I fell into... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 